0: so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
2: Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. podcast. Conversations with online.
0: podcast. Is anyone as busy as I am this month? Oh my goodness. December is cray cray, but I am here. I'm going to give you a lot of fun things this month. So stay tuned for some extra episodes as Christmas gifts and shit like that. (laughs) Anyway, if you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Uh, on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous if you're listening on a podcast app or YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to my show. Follow it. Subscribe. Then you get the episodes just uploaded for you. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's voices. That's right. I know none of the voices you hear are the person's real voice, but they sound like real people. So you're not going to sound like a robot, but you won't sound like yourself. Okay? You could email me from a phony email and you could block your number when you call me. I don't need to know who you are. I just want to hear your true story. If you have like an interesting life story that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous, send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Don't mind how it looks. It's like my old logo. It's like a piece of garbage. I have to fix it. Um, Or go to Instagram or Twitter. Follow me there at strict anonymous and dm me give me some information about what you want to talk about so i uh, I could tell if it's right for the show. This is Girl Talk uh, Friday. I have Fetish Fridays every other week, and then I have Girl Talk Fridays every other week. So, if you have a fetish that you want to talk about, that's super interesting, or you're a girl and you want to just talk about SEX with me, even if like you have you want to give advice or have me give you advice and just like rap about it, but we won't talk about your life story, you could also be on the show. Send me an email, strictly podcast at gmail.com, or all that other stuff I just said. All that information of how to get in contact with me and stuff is in the description as well as the my number i have a phone number that you could call 24 7 and leave a confession or you could leave uh, a message for me that you want to be on the show that number is 347-420-3579 that's 347-420-3579 You could call that number twenty four seven, but I don't talk to people there. Like I'm not gonna text you back or anything unless I just wanna have you on the show. So that information as well is in the description. Now listen, today I have on Susan Bratton. She is a Bratton. I don't know if I'm saying her name right. I tend to say, like Mountain, it's Bratton. I was like, <laughs> my friends make fun of me. But Susan Bratton is on the show today. She's a sexpert who like lives out being a sexpert, okay? Her and her husband have done it Now she was on my show before I will put a a link to her episode Or the episode number in the description So if you want to hear her backstory Of how her and her husband went from Kind of being, you know, a monogamous uh, Vanilla couple To really opening it up And she didn't open it up till much later In her life To now they are like into all kinds of Group sex, orgies in particular And that's what we Discuss on this episode Now Susan, like I said, not only does she lived this life. She helps people live this life. Not only if you want to go out into the world and start taking like, you know, start participating on orgies or taking sex workshops or having, you know, group sex with people. She talks to you about how you could do that, but she also offers advice on how to have that experience at home, how to live out your fantasy, she set up for my listeners a website called sabedroom.com. That's sabedroom.com, where you could sign up and get a free ebook, okay, that's going to have eight ways for you to have fun in bed with your partner, okay? It's free. It's there. It's at sabedroom.com. You will see a link to that in the description. She talks all about in this episode. She does go over like the those eight tips that she gives. She talks about all the ways uh or you know her journey into having all these orgies, what she's done, what she prefers, how she, you know, and why she prefers certain group sex situations. She talks about everything from sex workshops, which she says is like a great way to dip your toe into getting into This type of thing. She does does not in uh, the lifestyle. This is not about being at like at going to swingers clubs or anything like that. It's more about how to just be open. You know, she enjoys very much the world she lives in. It's different, like I said, than the swingers that I have on. uh, But it's just as hardcore. Okay, wait till you hear the stuff she has done. Uh, She goes through all the stuff, all the different types of group group sex parties that she's been to and talks to you about what goes down there so you know if you want to go do that. And if you don't and you just want to have some fun at home and pretend you're doing all these things and have great sex, go to sabedroom.com and you're going to get her free ebook on that okay she set that up specifically for my listeners which is great so go there i love the cartoon you have to see the cartoon i think i'm gonna put it on my instagram i like like good pics like visually i don't know wait till you see it. it's like a group sex cartoon it's killer assaybedroom.com i'll put that uh link in the description so anyway i'm gonna be right back on with susan
2: this is the strictly anonymous podcast
0: Um, Hi, Susan Bratton. Welcome back to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today?
1: Well, Kathy, one of the things I love about being on your show is that you're always getting even more great thinking out of me. I mean, I'm so excited to talk about orgies and sex parties because I had to sit down. I actually had to sit down with my partner and go through like years worth of things that we've done and I think I've gone to more than 20 orgies and sex parties and workshops and all these different types of sexual experiences. And so I literally had to, we had to go through them and write them all down. Oh my and so God. Now yeah, I'm bullets? tell you. I love it. Wait, you have the
0: bullets of all the different types of orgies. That's what I feel like. I was like, you know what? I'm going to have you back on for a girl talk episode because you were on before. People want to hear your first episode with your backstory. Cause I think it's interesting. You just mentioned like I had to write it down. With my partner, I mean, you, you and your husband were not always yes. this. Uh... Sexy or what? Like uninhibited, adventurous, right? What's the right word? Um, and you had a very. There was a pivotal time in your marriage where things completely changed, you know, and and took off into the way that it is now. So, if people want to get that backstory, I'm going to put a link to your first episode because it's really great. It's episode 380. You were on before you gave your whole backstory, but because I know that you and your husband live in, you know, you're in the lifestyle, you're. You have nope, all these. we're not
1: in a lifestyle. You're not. Okay. You'll we're not explain. In the not at all. No, nope. we're like the opposite of that. Why don't you clarify that? Actually, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. So there's really, there's this, there's these kind of like tr- tree, there's this tree mm-hmm. with branches. Mm-hmm. And the whole, the whole tree I would call open, like open relationships. And on that tree, there are branches. And the branches are things like, we, we have an open relationship. We're poly. Yeah. We're in the lifestyle. I'm yeah. a swinger. You know, there's like all these different distinctions. Mm-hmm. I'm in a conscious community. I just do workshops. I don't do sex parties. I'm not in the lifestyle. And so my husband and I are not in the lifestyle. Okay. And um, there's a little bit of a difference between having an open relationship and, or a poly relationship and being in the lifestyle. And I'll make the distinctions as I understand them um, for myself. So lifestyle is not emotionally connected, just having hot sex, having hot sex with a variety of partners. Um, Often you know the people in the lifestyle community that you're in, but it's kind of a no strings attached situation. Poly is mo- much more emotional connection. Um, they're an ongoing partner. You might have multiple relationships. You might have a primary and a secondary. These are kind of the languages of that. And then open relationship is more of um, we're making up our own rules in our relationship about how we have sex with other people. It may not be poly where they're an ongoing partner. And it may not be lifestyle where there's no strings attached. It could be a hybrid. And that's kind of how I think about it. And then when you think about the kinds of group experiences, because that's what we're really talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think about group experiences, Mm -hmm. orgies, workshops, retreats, swingers parties, lifestyle, community events, um, you know, all kinds of things. And you have to look at that and go, okay, what I'm talking about here. Does on this show today does not include lifestyle slash swinger. You get a lot of lifestyle and swinger people on your shows. That's the bulk, of your people. Mm -hmm. So mine is a different flavor. So though we are calling this episode an episode about orgy because people freaking love the word. I mean, I love (laughs) the word.
0: Oh yeah, totally
1: orgy. When you think orgy, you think about and this is a, I'm going to share a story right now. Yeah. Right out of the out of the shoot, but I want to let you know that I want to come back to what are the kinds of events that I've gone to and what is the flavor of those events I want to give you that big picture, but I want to tell you about a story cuz I want to start right with the orgy. Okay, cool. I was at one of the types of sex parties that I'll define in just a second. And I was in this smaller room in this warehouse that used to be a refrigerated room, but it wasn't cold. It was warm now. And so it was a small intimate room with about 30 groups in it. And the whole, there were mattresses on the entire floor. The lights were low. And warm. The walls had some fabrics decorating them like swag. There were big fluffy pillows everywhere. And there were um, couples, threesomes, foursomes, fivesomes, scattered all around the room on all the mattresses having sex together in parallel in the room. And it was the most incredible experience for me because of a couple things. Number one, everybody was kind of enjoying their group dynamic. At the same time, they were enjoying the dynamic of the entire room. Everyone was having a super sexy time together. And that togetherness was like amplified by the group sexiness of being all together. You heard women coming and moaning. You heard men giving adoration and appreciation. You heard sexy, squishy sounds. You heard banging and fucking. You saw kissing. You saw spit roast. You saw Daisy change you saw, you know, all kinds of great uh, pyramids, Eiffel Towers, you know, everything you saw, like everything going off all at once. Incredible. Good news.
0: Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool, too. 420 You could call that number 247. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. But it's not like a free-for-all. It's people are staying in their own groups, correct?
1: Correct. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So everybody's having hot sex together, couples, threesomes, foursomes, fivesomes, in their small groups all at the same time in this gorgeous environment where it's this closed small room with this, where you can really hear everything. So you're getting the physical experience. You're getting the visual experience. You're getting the auditory experience with a a DJ that is rocking the fucking house with incredible music, and you just have all this going on. It was one of the penultimate moments of my sex life, my whole sex life, my whole life was that moment of looking up and just seeing everybody in pleasure and feeling like, Fuck yes! This is what we are meant to do. Some of us want this. We need this community of sexual pleasure, approval, and exhibitionism, and uh, appreciation. There were some people just there in groups, snuggling and hugging and watching everyone else. Mm -hmm. There were some people just having these incredible sex position dynamics. It made you feel like. Okay, this is what we did when we were living in caves, when we didn't have the construct of our culture, our repression, religiosity, all the shaming, when we were free to explore our pleasure and love our bodies and love each other in group. It was one of the most, I would say it was like a salve for my sexual soul to be in that experience.
0: Right, that's interesting.
1: How many people, what
0: was your specific group? What What was it made of? Like, what were you doing at that party? Because I know, I mean, now I remember your first episode, you have like a pod. You have certain people that you play with and they're, you know, you're all monogamous to each other in that pod. Is that correct? Is that what, what, what you were doing at that sex party? Yes. Um,
1: I don't fuck around.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, what I do is, if I, I have a small group yeah. And we're all fluid bonded with each other. And if I want to have a love making experience with someone outside the group, we both get tested and we share our testing paperwork. And then we have an experience and then we're complete. So that's how we have incremental experiences with other people outside of our group. Yeah. is through safe testing. We're extremely careful about STI tests. Right. And so in at that time, I would have either had a plan. And so th- let me go into... Let me go into the different types of sex parties that I've been to, the different types of sexual group dynamic experiences that I've been to. Because there have been times when I've known ahead of time that I want to have an experience with someone, and I've had that experience with them because we've tested beforehand. And or I've had some experiences with people where I only do safe sex things, not non-safe sex things, which means basically there's A's and there's B's. A's are I can make out with them. I can touch their genitals, they can touch my genitals, but no mouth on genitals or genital-to-genital or genital contact. Mm-hmm. So finger-fucking, cock-stroking, making out, boob play, toy play, stuff like that. You can really come the shit out of somebody with A-level types of sex stuff. Yeah, And that opens you up to having lots of experiences at a group sex gathering mm-hmm. with as long as you know that you're not going to... You, you, you set your boundaries. I'd You make an offer. I'd like to do, I'd like to have an experience with you. Here's what I can do. Here's what I will not do. Would you like to have an experience with me? And, and mostly what happened when I first started going to these experiences was nobody would make me an offer. And I would go home and go, what the fuck is wrong with me? How come nobody makes me an offer? I'm like, Pretty darn attractive and amazing. What is the problem? And then I realized in those group dynamics, it's the women that make the offers, not the men. And I was used to waiting for men to make offers in my life. Uh I hadn't evolved to my level of confidence to be willing to make offers. Now I make offers to people. Like I recently made an offer to a super sexy guy and I was like, hey, do you want to, what do you think about getting together for a weekend and having a little rendezvous? And he's like, well, I don't know. I'm not really sure. I I you know, I, I um I'm really looking for, you know, a long term relationship and and I was like, Oh, okay, well I'm not expecting you to like text me all the time and do anything. I mean, I really just thought it would be I honestly thought you'd be fun to fuck. Right. And you could screen in and we could have a great weekend together. But I understand if what you want is a long term relationship, no problem at all. And so I didn't take it personally. We just weren't a match. What I wanted and what he wanted were different.
0: Right, Uh,
1: his his loss.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly.
1: Incredible, right? (laughs) Yeah, totally. So that's the thing. Women are the ones kind of in charge, and this is another story I wanted to tell you too. There was this guy who used to go to a bunch of the parties, and he was super handsome. And that guy could fuck. I mean, he was just one of those champions, not porn star style, like romantic, sensual. He had a great cock. He was super handsome and all the girls wanted him to fuck them right and they would literally call him in advance of the event and schedule their time him. basically get on his fuck card get on his dance card (laughs) and um by the time he got there i would you know like i was going there to see if he could have sex with me and um by the time i got there uh his dance card was like i wish i could
0: but I'm already no talking
1: for the entire weekend. Like, oh, he showed my up goodness. He fucked so many girls all weekend. It was incredible. So I just enjoyed watching him with all of them. And that was fine for me, too, because honestly, at that point, I realized, oh, I don't I don't actually want to be with someone who's fucked so many people. Because the thing about STIs is that most STIs aren't like. You don't get them from semen or vaginal fluid. You get them from skin-to-skin contact. Totally, A lot yep. of the shit you get is skin-to-skin contact. And so, so all right, I I've promised to go through what are the different types of events that I've been through. So let's do that.
0: Yes, the different types of okay. orgies.
1: <laughs> exact orgies. By the way, I have a gift for your guest for your listeners today. Um, I, I made a special link for for Strictly Anonymous because I know that if you're listening to this, you may or may not be the kind of person who is like, I I would I am never going to go to an orgy. I'm never going to go to a sex party. I just fucking like listening to it. Or I really want to go, but I can't get my partner to go. Yeah. Um, and so you can have sexy orgy type experiences at home including things like parallel play with some videos that I'm going to give you an idea about, all kinds of stuff. And so I created something for Strictly Anonymous. It's at SA, like Strictly Anonymous, sabedroom.com. Write that down. Remember that. Go to that link, sabedroom.com, because I'm giving you eight playful bedroom adventures that you can do yourself with your mate or your date. You don't have to go to sex parties. So enjoy my ride and have your fun at sabedroom.com. And it's free. Um, so okay. And I'm going to have the and link. It's free. Yeah. And I'll have the link
0: in the description to this as well for you, just so you know. If they, you know, write it down sabedroom.com, but I'll also have the link so you could just click on it in the description.
1: Yeah, we worked hard to put this together for you. We've been preparing for this conversation. I love it. Wait, so. wait
0: till people see. I love the cartoon. Wait till you see the cartoon she has. I'm like, I want that for my fucking Instagram. It's like a great graphic.
1: Uh, but anyway, I wonder if you'll get shut down for it. No, I they'll know. love it. Everyone,
0: you, you got to just go check it out. It's actually really cool. So anyway, I like the way it looks, actually. I'm very visual. So I was like, oh, this is fucking good. I approve. Um, so go I on. Tell me so about
1: cute. the parties. Okay. So there's two different types of parties. This is my experience. Remember, I'm not describing any swinger or lifestyle events because I don't go to those. Right. I go to what are really considered to be conscious community events. hmm um, And conscious community is people who all know each other. And the only way you can get into the con- conscious community is to be introduced in. And then in many of the conscious communities, When you're introduced in, you're put, you're, you are literally put up in front of people via email um, with who you are and a little bit about you. And then everyone in the community has the opportunity to say, uh uh, I don't like that person. That person violated my boundaries. That person's an asshole. That person's a drunk. That person's a druggie. That person's a whatever. Uh, No. And if, if anybody is a no, you don't get into the community. You have to have referral in and references. And if you're, Any kind of an asshole and anybody doesn't like you, you don't get in. So it ends up to be a community of super high-quality people who are really uh, ethical in their sexing. And it makes the events incredible as compared to public events where pretty much anybody can attend and get in. But I've been to some of those too. And there's a stark difference, but I'm going to describe a lot of these events. I'm just going to go boom, 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 boom yeah, through I them, but I want to tell you the differences between them. Okay. So some of the things are one-time events and some are regular gatherings. That's another distinction between different kinds of events. I like the regular gatherings because what I've found is that it takes time for you to, for me personally, I'm very much of a Pansexual, sapiosexual. I like people across the gender spectrum, but what I like is loving intelligence. Mm-hmm. I have to have a heart connection and I have to be intellectually stimulated by them. And that's when my desire for a person grows. It's less about how they look and more about how they show up in relating to me. Right. And that takes time to develop. So I like the conscious community. The other thing is that there are one-time events that are excellent. And those, for me, those fall into, this is all my opinion, those fall into workshops. And I'm going to talk about some of the workshops I've been to. So there's workshops and then there's sex parties and they're different. But you can have sex at workshops. And they're much more structured and guided. And I personally think if you want to go to sex parties, you should start a sex workshop. Because once you start a sex workshop and you start taking off your clothes in front of people and you start having sweet experiences with them, it makes showing up at a sex party so much easier because you've got some damned experience and you're not a total noob. Uh, And then you're much more desirable to other people because you've been trained a bit, which I think is good. And then there's house parties. And house parties can be Off the hook, amazing. I've had a couple, and I've got a couple stories for you. Mm -hmm. Really sexy ones. Because one of the things that I enjoy is not just having my own experiences, but creating experiences for my friends that have been their deepest unmet sexual desire. And I'm going to tell you about two of those. One of them is orgies at Burning Man.
0: Yes. In the orgy dome. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that you had other people on here talking about those kinds of experiences. Another one that I went to at Burning Man was a sex party called Adoration. That was a women a woman focused party where the people who were in service to serve the goddesses were other men and women, mostly men, and their job was to show up and just create these sexual opportunities for the women who came to have sexual experiences. And they had all kinds of interesting things there from acro yoga to uh, riding the Sibian, Sibian rides. Sibian is a like a saddle with a, yeah. a, a dick on it that fucks you and vibrates um, to all kinds of things. Another thing that I did at Burning Man that was really incredible was I did an event called Critical Tits, where 5,000 women Ride their bikes through the desert to this location, where all the people who aren't riding that want to celebrate the the topless women, they go out to this desert event and uh, they wait for the women to show up, and then they serve them drinks and you know food and whatever they want. They just they're just there to celebrate the women who are tits out on their bikes just feeling completely empowered by being topless and I remember that I was so young I was so young and I I had I had always thought that my boobs weren't great and I was always really shy Mm -hmm. and my girlfriend was like you're fucking going you need to go you've got great tits girl trust me you're going And I was like, okay, I'll go. And I go and I'm riding five thousand women, ten thousand tits, and I look around, I'm like, Holy shit, my tits are fucking great. I can't (laughs) believe it. I'd never seen You never realized Yeah. I never realized. Yeah, wow. And it's funny because I just started an OnlyFans fan site. You did and Yes, at sixty-one, for the first time in my life, and I started all this when I was about forty-seven. By the way, I right. was forty-seven when I started going to sex parties. So, for anyone who's listening, who's like, "I'm too old for this," oh no, you are not. You are not too old. You are just getting started. I'm having the best sex of my life at sixty-one.
2: Yeah, I love and that. Mm-hmm. I
1: am starting to post topless photos on. My OnlyFans. My OnlyFans. If you go to extrasusan.com mm-hmm. that's the link that'll get you to My OnlyFans. It's my I'll name. I'll include
0: that too for And you.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, Extra Susan. So I love that. I love that URL. Do you want a little extra Susan? If this isn't enough, here's a little Oh extra my god, Susan. I can't imagine <laughs> more Susan than what you're getting already. <laughs> <laughs> and I just got done doing the most incredible boudoir photo shoot and for the first time I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna let you see my fucking tits because they are awesome. I have 30 six triple d natural breasts and there aren't enough of those in the world for you to look at you need to look at these things everybody's got these giant fake tips yeah 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 here's a real natural breasts are so beautiful mm-hmm. and women are so beautiful i look at my mother at 84 and she's still has a beautiful body. There isn't much difference between 60 and 80. We look beautiful our whole lives. And I really want to stand for body love and appreciating the feminine form in, at every age. And that's another thing that's so cathartic about going to these group sensual and sexual events
2: yeah. is
1: that you you begin to see that everybody is beautiful. And it really makes you feel better about if more women saw more naked women and men, we'd all love ourselves more. It's one of the precipitates, one of the you know the the extra things. It's one of the extra Susan things that you get out of these experiences. So adoration was really incredible. I remember I saw this woman. There were these club chairs in this tent on this desert floor with rugs and these club chairs and she had she was slouched down in the chair she had one leg over one arm the other leg over the other arm and a guy was kneeling at her feet between her legs eating her out and she was coming and coming and coming and there was a dj and there was a bar and people were dancing and mingling and there she was in the middle of the whole goddamn thing getting her pussy eaten really well by this hot guy and i was like yes I want that. You know, oh when you see, I was, at a, I was at a house party. Here's another kind of party. It's a house party. I was at a house party. It was the first time I ever saw a spit roast where a woman was sucking a cock and getting fucked at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I looked at that and I was like, oh, I want that. I mm-hmm. mean, I've had hundreds and hundreds of spit roasts now with my lovers uh, because it's one of my favorite things. I'm always, I always want it. Yeah. And uh, oh my God, it just is transcendent sex. It's transcendent orgasmic pleasure. So, those are two. That's like Burning Man, orgy dome, adoration, Critical all these kind tits. of yeah. sex parties. Another kind is places where they continually have sex party events of different kinds. There was a place, and I don't know if it's still around. It might have gotten, clo- it might have closed in the pandemic, called Mission Control in San Francisco. And mission control was really an incredible experience because they had a guest list. They knew most people. They had a large guest guest list, and they had a frequent parties. And it was the kind of place where everyone was orderly. People knew what to do. Um, it was sex in different rooms, all and all these different rooms in this house in the mission. And people were really well behaved. There were, you know, they did a great job screening people. But it was a little bit. It wasn't like the conscious community where everybody was vetted to yeah. the nth degree and mm-hmm. if one person didn't like me didn't get in it was a little bit more like a like a what i would say is another kind of event which would be uh like exotic erotic um and naked ballroom these were events where anybody could go and it wasn't so much that people were having sex as it was more that people were there were some people demonstrating sexual things some bands would play and singers would sing but most people were there just kind of milling around in sexy outfits or it was a party dj sexy outfits women could be topless but there wasn't really any fucking that's like another lower level of kind of community sexual experience And then there are these warehouse parties that are usually in the conscious community, these big locations where, and I've been to many different kinds of warehouse parties in many different warehouses in the city. They're also in Oakland. There's lots in Manhattan. They're in L.A., um, and these parties are put on by kind of event producers who frequently do them, and they've got big mailing lists, and they bring people in, and you, don't, you hardly know anybody, and they end up being orgies later in the evening. Um, those are a lot of fun Um, because the music is really good. Um, There's tons of interesting people. Most people are dancing. Some people are fucking. It's just a really interesting way to go, because if you're not used to going to sex parties, those kinds of parties are very good, because you're not feeling pressured to do anything, because most people aren't having sex. Only a smaller number of people are. And so if you're not having sex, you don't feel so bad. Like, oh shit, I'm the only one here that's not having sex with somebody. I'm all alone. Nobody's making me offers. I'm not wanted. I'm not needed. I must be ugly. Oh my God, I'm never coming back. I'm so triggered. I'm so depressed. You know, this is it, it, they're very confronting mm-hmm. when you go to these events. Right. They, I mean, you, you really have to manage and understand that it's okay to make offers to people. And if they're a no, it's okay. It really comes down to you getting into a place where you feel really comfortable and you feel like you can add value in some way. I mean, your offers could be things like, I'd love to hold you in my arms while you pick someone who you want to fuck you. Right? I mean, you know, that's a nice offer. Um, I'd love to give you a sensual massage. Would you like a pussy massage or a yoni massage? Yoni, Y-O-N-I is another word for a woman's genitalia. It's a tantric lovemaking word. You'll find that the conscious community has a lot of kind of tantric flavor to it. So they'll say things like yoni and lingam and everyone knows what that is. Lingam is, is your penis. Yoni is your vulva. Um, so it's, you know, you can make people smaller offers. It doesn't have to be for oral or or penetration or even kissing. It can be, would you like to dance on the dance floor super fucking sexy with me? You right. know? Right, I mean, right, those are fun. Would you like me to uh, paint your body with day glow paint? Would you like me to feed you a sensual meal blindfolded? I mean, just... Come up with some fun shit and make some offers because that's what people are looking for. People want offers. And if they're a no at first, you can also say, okay, well, I ha- one of the things I think is really good is to run a menu. I, w- I had three ideas of maybe things we could do. One is I see you have you brought a lot of lingerie. Would you like to do a lingerie fashion show for me? Would you like me to feed you blindfolded, and uh, or would you like me to give you a full body sensual massage, or I'm open to any ideas you have. Nothing has to be too much; just whatever's right sized for you. I just think it would be fun to play together. Heck, I'd even just have a dance with you. Are you up for something? Let's get to know each other. Right. Like, who's gonna who's gonna turn that down, Tam? <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. that's just nice, right? Yeah. Uh huh.
0: I love that you said that the the workshop is a great way to you know, for that couple who hasn't done anything yet, a great way to uh, dip their foot in the water. How do they find these kinds of parties and events? Like how would somebody that's not in LA or New York or San Francisco find a sex workshop to take?
1: So sensuality, that was next on my list was sensuality workshop. Yeah. And um, they're usually held at retreat centers. They're usually weekend long. Because it takes a while for people to let their guard down and you have to take them through various experiences and exercises and begin to get them warmed up and feeling good about themselves and give them time to get used to everybody there. And,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, a lot of them are done in places where there might be hot springs or, you know, beautiful retreat areas by wooded areas or rivers. You know, they're always in these really lovely places. Right. And workshops are also nice because the food is healthy. It's like a, it's like a whole like refreshing, warm Wonderful experience, guided experience, and um, like a retreat. It's the things that I've—it's a retreat, yeah. And I've done many different. I've done multiple levels of workshops. I've done workshops that are tantra workshops. I've, I've done quidoshka workshops. I've done um, all. Con- I've done um, orgasmic meditation workshops. I wanted to let you know there's a new documentary out. It's a true crime documentary, and it's called Orgasm Incorporated. Yes. have you heard about? Yeah, it yeah. Yet? My cousin sent you it to wo- me. Yeah, to <laughs> to watch. I haven't watched you- it yet. Tell me. Okay, it's it's really good. Um, one taste was a sex cult run by a woman named Nicole De hmm and they taught a technique that honestly she she went. She lived in a community that actually was the creator of this technique. Then she took the technique and started her own thing, yeah. doing this like teacher training to learn OM, OM orgasmic meditation. Mm-hmm. They're still doing it. Yeah. Um, but she uh, she was in- investigated by the FBI for all kinds of really culty predatory practices with this sex cult. Um, and I went there, took workshops, et cetera, And it was interesting because this, this technique was originally created by Moore University here in Lafayette, California. And she was part of that group and learned the technique and went on to, to try to sell it and make money off of it. And um, she did did this this event thing and, and now they've done a documentary on it it's quite interesting. All my friends are like all up in arms, oh my God, I was in the video. oh my God, you know like oh my God. it's bringing up a lot of trauma for a lot of people who are in the community and I feel very bad. I rescued one of my best friends out of that community oh, and wow. would, you know it's it was a it, it's very tantalizing to learn orgasmic meditation and, and nothing is wrong with the actual technique yeah. because, my husband and I have had, what we don't call it orgasmic meditation. That was her flavor of it. We call it expanded orgasm. And it's one of my core programs that I teach in a really loving and kind way. Yeah. My mentor, Dr. Patty Taylor, taught my husband and I how to do this. And literally three nights ago, he did it to me. We've done it for going on 20 years. We've had, an or- we've had this expanded orgasm practice. We call them due dates, deliberate orgasm. That's another name for it. We've mm-hmm. had these due dates for two decades that we do consistently. And um, our program that we teach is called Expand Her Orgasm Tonight. And it's an online video, ebook, kind of an experience where you learn how to do this clit stroking technique. Well, we went to these demos, these workshops, to learn how to do that. So you can go to a lot of workshops to learn a different different kinds of techniques. That was one of the experiences we've had. We've had tantric workshops, we've had sex, love, and intimacy workshops. We've done all kinds of different retreats and we did those pretty early on. Honestly, I think starting with the workshop and then going to sex parties later when you've gotten some comfort around getting naked in front of people and you've gotten some skills about your sexual skills and you know, you're just comfortable having conversations about sex. That's what workshops do. And the way that you find them is you use the Google, right? (laughs) Right. That's what you do. Um, Amara Charles has some good workshops. Human awareness Institute has some good workshops. Ecstatic loving has some good workshops. Just Google contour workshops, Kudoshka workshops, um, you know, intimacy workshops, sex workshops, and things will come up, and you will find a lot of people who are having these workshops. It's out there, and they're super fun. But even if someone's not ready for that,
0: that's what SA Bedroom is offering. That's what people are going to find, correct? Uh, if they go yeah. there and get that free, what is it? It's a free handbook that they get or videos. What do they get on SA Bedroom?
1: If you go to EssayBedroom.com and you enter your name and your email address, you basically get a book downloaded to you, a PDF. Right. And the PDF has eight playful bedroom adventures, eight different things you can do in the privacy of your own home that are kind of more workshoppy, sex party type things. Mm -hmm. Like DIY workshoppy, sex party experiences for you and your partner. Right. You can even do it with another couple or with, you know, with a lover. Um, they're really fun. And then in that book, I also put not just the eight playful veteran adventures, but I also put four other techniques. One of them is called butter, the butter, Butterfly Warm Up, which basically is um, a way that a, a, a woman gets herself turned on. And guys love it because they want to know how to help her get aroused. And so it's as popular with men as it is with the women. Another one I have is called the Sweet Spot Oral Sex Position. It's a really good way to take your oral pleasure to the next level. The next one is called the Orgasmic Breast Massage Master Plan because our breasts are incredibly orgasmic if you know how to touch and stroke them the right way. They're as orgasmic as your clit and they actually, when you, when you do orgasmic breast massage, it makes your clit come too because they're connected in your nervous system. Your lips, your tips, and your clit are all on the same channel. And so orgasmic breast massage master plan takes your overall orgasms to the next level and gives you breast gasm. The last one is something I call four sex position stimulators because the, the quickest way to inject more excitement into your current sex life is to try new sex positions and use new techniques in those sex positions. And these are sex positions with a twist. They stimulate multiple erogenous zones simultaneously. They're, a, they're, they're like things you're not, you, you're like, oh, fuck, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. They're really simple plus ups. They're extras. It's extra Susan. They're plus ups. Four, sex positions, And when you want to do something new, that's like your minimum So I'm giving you a bunch of new things. It's like a workshop in a box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This book is like tons of stuff that you might learn in a sex workshop or you might offer at a sex party that you can learn how to do in your own home even before you go to an orgy or a sex party. So, um, we talked about the orgasmic meditation or the expanded orgasm clitoral stroking practice, right? Mm -hmm. And this is the one where, actually, Kathy, this would be really good for you because you're now really working on having multiple orgasms. So, what you've done is you started with one orgasm Mm -hmm. and then you're having multiple orgasms. Mm -hmm. Next thing you want to do is you want to take the moment of orgasm and expand it so you're having a longer climactic moment and then the next step after that is that you have a you stair step up and you have a long orgasm and then you have a little rest and then the next orgasm you have is even longer and more intense and you need a little rest and then the next one is even longer and more intense and you can come for like an hour straight with this clitoral stroking technique.
2: Wow, that's
1: where I want you to be going. That's 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 my vision for you. Is that you can just come and come and come and come from intercourse without even touching your clit, yeah, yeah, as yeah. well. Because this expanded orgasm trains you to be able to stay in orgasm, and then once you have all this this stroking, your pussy gets really full and engorged. You finally get the clitoral hard on you need to come from penetration without even touching the tip of your clit because your clit's actually wrapped all around your vagina. So that's your roadmap to where you're going. And then I've got about 15 more kinds of orgasms I can teach you beyond that.
0: Right. Okay. So but go what's your last
1: one that you were going into, the last? Um, Pujas and doujas. You're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. So a puja is an Indian term for a celebration. That's all it is, P-U-J-A. And um, a puja is essentially, in the tantric lovemaking community, it's essentially a circle where women lie around in a circle and the people in the center of the circle take turns giving pleasure to each woman. They go around the circle and they give pleasure, give pleasure, give pleasure, give pleasure. Give pleasure. The pleasure could be like foot rubs, back rubs. It could be pussy rubs. It could be fucking. It doesn't matter. It's, you. it's your party. You decide. And a duja remember when I was talking about deliberate orgasm, expanded orgasm, this clitoral stroking technique? Mm-hmm. I've been to a series of dujas where it's basically a house party where a bunch of people who know how to do this expanded orgasm stroking technique, they they go there and each room in the house is set up with a nest where you can lie down together. And there's a board, a whiteboard with time slots and all the doers who are going to do the stroking, their names are on the board and then they have time slots. And then the women, they they, they take a number and they grab a number out of a hat, one to whatever, let's say there's 10 women or you know 10 plus and they grab a number and then they get to put themselves on the board with the stroker they want at the time they want. And it goes from one to 10, they get to pick and then 10 gets to pick again down to one. And so the women fill the board up and they have dates on the, it's like a 15 minute stroke date. With a 15-minute break, then you go to your next one, your next one. You can get your clip stroke all fucking day by wow. incredible strokers that know how to do this expanded orgasm, five-stroke. It's a five-stroke technique that puts you into this orgasm that lasts and lasts and lasts and gets more intense. And it, I've gone to those, and it's so funny to see the women like fighting over the slots. For me, <laughs> I just step back. The, yeah. the, those bitches will cut you <laughs> I just step back and I let them pick whoever they want And then I fi- I put my name On whatever holes are left I just like to have the experiences I learn from everything It doesn't bother me And uh, it's just hilarious So that's a douja. So that's another kind of a sex event That's going on in this universe That you would never fucking know about Unless you were Susan Bratton
0: <laughs> Yeah I would never I've never heard of those before
1: <laughs> So okay here's some stories i'm going to i'm going to tell you a bunch of stories and you tell me which ones that you want to know about yeah oh and there's one thing i wanted to say as well as that when you go to sex parties be careful that you don't come home not just with stis but with bed bugs so oh. when you go take your own like blanket to lay down on and everything that you take when you bring it home put it in the dryer on high heat including the bag you took the shit in shit you know all your laundry anything you take there any soft stuff put it in the dryer on high for at least a half an hour to kill the bed bugs because somebody's going to bring some goddamn bed bugs to the sex party and you're going to get them on your shit you're going to take them to your house you're going to get bed, and you're going to be like why am i getting bit what is this you're going to go to the doctor he's going to say i think you have bed bugs you're be like i can't have bed bugs oh yeah you can oh
0: my god i've never heard that before
1: you've never heard a lot of these things this is
0: crazy it's like a whole world right yeah 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 uh, that's amazing but so th- so the dry heat the, the in the dryer for 30 minutes solves that problem for sure it kills the bed bugs okay good to know
1: I've, i'm a practical sex party girl <laughs> no i like that i like those
0: little tidbits i think they're interesting
1: yep so we talked about the fuzzy, the fuzzy locker. We talked about the city and rides. One time I had sex with my husband up on a platform on the DJ, uh, station because my husband's an exhibitionist and he loved that. I'm not so much one that I will do it for him. Um, a, one time I just decided to go to a sex party and I took a bunch of lingerie looks because I love to dress up in lingerie and show off for people. That's my exhibitionism is like, lingerie modeling. And so I went to a sex party with like five or six lingerie outfits. I think it was a weekend sex party. I probably took 10. (laughs) And uh, every few hours I would just change and I would just walk around the room and show off my lingerie. That's one of the reasons I love my OnlyFans account is because I can finally post my super sexy lingerie photos someplace and not get booed by Instagram, right? Like that's the problem is I can't post my sexy stuff on Instagram or immediately I get flagged and I've been shut down twice already. I can't, I am not doing it again.
0: Oh, devastating. So
1: mm-hmm. I just loved that was really fun for me. Um, I've learned a lot of great sex techniques. Like one that I learned, we call it Brian's move. It's <laughs> this G spot technique where basically he sticks his finger Up inside your vagina and curves it up toward your belly. Yeah. So you're stroking the G spot with the kind of come to me, come here move. Mm -hmm. But then he slides his second finger in, but not straight. He slides the knuckle in. So basically he's got a finger and a knuckle. And then he takes that knuckle and he presses down on the bottom of the vagina he's got strong fingers and they were long and when he presses the knuckle down what you're basically doing is you're stroking both the g-spot which is actually called the urethral sponge and the p-spot or perineal sponge on the floor of the vagina and so when he did that he was dragging his knuckle while he was doing the come hither and i was squirting like crazy
2: wow so much
1: fluid was coming out of me it Filled my vagina up in this most incredible way that just melted my fucking pussy. And so whenever I want my husband to do that to me, once he's gotten me really warmed up, I, I'm always like, can you do Brian's move? And so one of the fun <laughs> things we've done over the years with all the things we've learned, and it, we we name everything so we can ask for it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's such a, you know, it's a good strategy. So uh, another thing that I did was a strap-on daisy chain with a bunch of women. We all fucked each other in a circle, doggy style. It was crazy fun to try to get it all set up with all our body dynamics and everything. How many women um, at that told, daisy
0: in that daisy chain? Do you remember?
1: How many five. were involved?
0: Five? Wow. Okay.
1: Yeah, and we, were, we weren't in a circle. We were in daisy chain. You always think about it as kind of a circle. This was a line.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. And were that there guys fun. there watching? Is that the, what was going down at that daisy chain, or was just the women in a room alone, or in a Everybody group? Everybody was watching. Yeah. Okay. Every
1: we we were just we all were so comfortable with each other. We all loved each other. It was so much fun. It right. was one of the crazy things we did. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things. Remember when I was saying that I did um, things for my friends? Yeah. I had a sex party at my house one time. I used to live in a in a in a mansion in the Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. I come from Internet 1.0. I literally was one of those people that invented the Internet layout like Al Gore. For real deep. And um, I had this gorgeous mansion in Silicon Valley overlooking Apple and even before Facebook was a thing. And um, one of the things my girlfriend wanted, I'll call her Christy. She wanted a gangbang, but what she wanted was a gangbang where... She, and she didn't even really call it a gang. Like, I'm using that term because that's a, a term people know, which is one woman gets fucked by a bunch of guys. Yeah. What she really wanted was to have this experience of, I think we had like five men, yeah, five men volunteered to do this. I canvassed all my friends. I'm like, my girlfriend, I got to make sure I say the right name, Christy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pseudonym. Um Oh, my girlfriend Christy wants this experience where, five, you know, um, many men pass her around and fuck her. She doesn't want to touch the ground. She wants to be passed around, and, and she was this tiny little thing, super easy to hold up, even for a man that wasn't that tall. And um, she she wanted to get passed around and fucked. And those guys were such champs. They're like, of course we will fuck Christy. Oh course we will do this for her i mean this is one of the things i love about men they're like whatever you want i'm giving it to you right. i just love this about guys so the more we can get women into their sensual experience of like whatever you want tell us what you want babe and right, it starts up. coming out of her you know she yeah. is starting to think oh I want, this, I want this i want this i want this there's always somebody who wants to give it to her so these guys literally kept themselves hard And passed her around and fucked her over and over and over and over and over. It was such a beautiful thing to watch. And then I had a guy friend, super handsome guy. Oh, my God. Like one of those guys that makes girls go crazy. And he said, I want to have an eight-some, where I'm the only man and seven women. I'm fucking seven women. And I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> like, but yeah, that's, that's a one. lot of work. And I'm like, okay. And I showed, I sent, I sent his picture around to all my girlfriends. I'm like, would you show up for this? You don't have, he doesn't have to fuck you, but would you be part of this thing? And all of them said yes. <laughs> <laughs> they took one look at this guy and they're like, ah, uh, yeah, mama, thank you so much. You can offer that to me, and keep the offers coming if they're this quality, right? And so they have, he has this agent, and he ended up like. Just getting so blown out from it. It was too much for him. He wasn't ready for it. He ended up getting, like, sick to his stomach. He got, like, irritable bowel syndrome. No way. It it made him shit his pants. It made him shit his pants. (laughs) It was way too much for him. (laughs) Hilarious. (laughs) Typical masculine. He's like, yeah, I can take it. Give it all to me. I've got, you know, way over estimating their actual skills and that guys can't help it. It's testosterone. Yeah, This is why they do the crazy shit they do because they're fueled by testosterone and sex drive, you know? (laughs) So that was one of the ones where I kind of lived and learned where I was just like, I don't, uh, I don't, it was like lesson learned. Be careful. Make sure you understand what a person is capable of. You don't want to blow them out. And another one, I have another like fail. You want to hear another, one more fail story? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, you know, I was telling you about the expanded orgasm practice. One time, this was really early on in my sexual awakening when I had experienced this incredible expanded orgasm experience with my husband. And and it, it literally changed my life. It saved my sex life. It made me multi orgasmic. It made me finally be able to cross the gasm chasm and have orgasms from intercourse. I mean, I I owe everything to my expanded orgasm practice with my husband. Yeah. And I I want to teach everybody how to do this. I mean, it's just such an important thing. And um I just we were so high on the experience of having this together that we invited our 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 muggle friends, our Silicon Valley sex. Our our tech friends, not sex friends, are. This is before we had sex friends, before we learned how to get into a conscious community, before we started going to workshops, or as we were just starting to go to workshops. We were in the workshop learning phase. We hadn't gone to sex parties yet, Mm -hmm. and so we wanted to have experience with people. And so we're like, "Hey, our friends, hey, come on over. We want to have this demo and show you, you know, show you this experience. And we want you guys to be doing this too, you know." And they came over, and nobody in the room was breathing. Like they were all like. (gasps) <laughs> like it was, com- it was completely quiet. They were. It looked like they all had rigor mortis. Like they were literally. They were suffering. freaked out. They were. They were shocked. Yeah. Triggered. Freaked out. You know, just like it was way too much for them to see a woman's pussy getting stroked. Right. Like right. they just couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't do it.
2: They can't and can't do
1: that. that's when we learned you can't. You can't fuck your friends. You have to go meet people who, like, because if you make offers to your friends, they're like, oh, you're, di- you're, a, you're a pervert. You're disgusting. You're gross. And if you're not, it's just not what they want. Mm-hmm. You have to find the community of people who are doing the kinds of things that are right for you. That's why lifestyle isn't quite the right thing for me. The, the you know, the the, the, the what do I want to say, the, the event, public event things aren't right for me. I need conscious community. And luckily I'm in a place where I got, I had a friend who was like, listen, I'm going to do you guys a favor. You can't, you can't be blowing up all your, we were like, we're blowing up all our friendships. He's like, look, I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to introduce you to my conscious community. I'm going to invite you in. I'm going to sponsor you in.
2: Oh, thank
1: God. That was literally the like, whoosh. Right. Opening to the portal of pleasure, we craved our whole existence and our generational existence. It's that it was the salve, as I said, to our sexual soul. So. I mean, I could keep going on, but I feel like people are probably full by now and <laughs> ready to be like, take the baby step at fabedroom.com and go totally. get the eight playful bedroom adventures and just take the first step, right? You're not, yeah. you're not Susan Bratton. <laughs> because this took me 20 years of work to tell you what I told you today. Don't worry. You can get there. It's all out there. Start small and work your way up. Don't get blown out. And don't try to fuck your friends because they're not going to do it you're going to ruin your
0: relationship <laughs> right like you're 61 living your best life and that get yeah. that to me right there like is it gives anyone hope it's there's no reason that you can't cross over to the other side and i think that you know you're your courses, everything that you have to offer will help people. And they should go to essaybedroom.com, right? It's free. It's a free ebook they're going to get. Yeah. uh, Sign up and then they'll get your newsletters. And there's so much information in your newsletters as well.
1: (laughs) Yes. I love to teach people. I don't care if anybody ever buys any of my programs, as long as they like and learn and expand, because enough people do that. I do very well. Yeah. People buy my programs. And many people don't. There have been people who've been on my newsletter for decades who just love the evolution of their sexual experiences from all the tips that I put out. I mean, that's my joy. Yeah. My passion is passion. I like to transform having sex into making love. Yeah, That's what I like to do. I'm all about heart-connected, conscious making. And most people are never going to go to a sex party. Mm-hmm. And that is totally fine. But I want you to have... Playful
0: Bedroom Adventures. And that's what I brought you today at EssayBedroom.com. Love it. Go there, EssayBedroom.com. I'm going to put a link in the description. I'll also link your OnlyFans, Extrasusan.com. That's exciting. Your new <laughs> OnlyFans <laughs> so for nice. people that want more. Uh, but thank you yeah. so much for coming back on. I, I think you're wonderful. You've already it. helped me have uh, become multi-orgasmic, so I owe you I'm one. so glad. <laughs> you're the I'm best.
1: so happy about that. So thanks so much for calling in. This was great. You're welcome. I had such a good time. Thanks for having me. I adore you and I will see you soon. Okay. Uh, when you, I
0: come Susan. to New
1: York, I'll let you know.
0: Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye, doll. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube